0: Today is something that is really close to my heart. We're not going to get into a deep dive geeky study. (sighs) If anybody wants to geek out with me later, please see me. I would love to geek out some more about some of these things. Um, But we're gonna kind of keep it short so we can go do our do something and bless our community. Um, But he's been whispering to me a lot of things over the past month or so. And so I have a notebook full of pages and pages and pages of notes. Um, But Of course, with a small sermon, we had to whittle it down. Um, A few of you may see a piece of paper that were in the middle of the chairs. That's just a second reference. I'm going to read it to you now. But what happened was from different resources, people speaking into my life, people that I heard preaching, devotionals that I read, whispers from the Holy Spirit, I just built this letter as if God was speaking to us. So I'm going to read that to you. And it starts off just with a verse at the top. And isn't it wonderful that God even works in these details and added it into our worship set this morning. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. The cool thing about freedom is that we have a choice. So here I'll read the letter. I want you to reflect my glory to others, for I am transforming you into my likeness with ever-increasing glory. Because I am perfect in all of my ways, you can give yourself to me wholeheartedly, without fear. Is my mic on? Yes. On the contrary, being conquered by me is what makes you truly free. The more that you love me, the more you will want to serve me with every fiber of your being. This service can fill you with heavenly joy as you yield yourself to me more fully. And when you experience that joy, your heart continues to be transformed and your desire increases. I will not force it upon you. I'm going to let you sit with that for a second. I will not force it upon you. You have to choose and desire the transformation and the intimacy with me. It's an invitation. And I think what he wants us to know the most is that, yes, we can make a decision to accept salvation. Yes, we can cross that bridge. But if we want to be transformed into his image bearers, it's a choice that we have to make. We have to make each choice one at a time to invite him in to do that transforming work. He will not force it upon us. And so that's where we're going to start today. And I called the sermon, um, Once Lost, Now Found. So who are you? You're an image bearer of God. And so some things that I want you to process while we're while we're talking today is that are people drawn to you? Have you ever noticed? Is there something about you that is different, contagious, something that they can't quite articulate? Do you actively invite Jesus into all things? Even sermon slides going out. Humanity and all of creation is drawn to the Creator inherently. As an image-bearer, they are drawn to the Jesus in you. See, if you want to be God's vessel, if you want to be one that draws other people to Christ, it first requires that you allow Him to do the work to transform your heart But he won't force it upon you. When you invite Jesus with you in all things throughout the day, not only is he delighted by the invitation, but people will be drawn to you. And that's where our next verse comes in. In 1 Peter 3, 1 through 15, we read, Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give a reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect." So as I was talking to the kids today, it made sense to ask them, and I'm sure you're already thinking the same thing, if I have discovered joy, if I am happy because I have a friend in Jesus. And I can name off all the different ways that he has been in my life, and that's called testimony. By the way, that's the most powerful way to help people discover Jesus is through testimony. They can refute all the facts, but they can't refute testimony. Right? Don't you want to share that joy? Do you want other people who are out there who are lost to find hope? Questions for you to ponder this morning. See, the church today wants to be relevant, and it's getting increasingly harder. Humanity is fed up with religious practice. What they long for is the freedom that comes from authentic faith. The world around us has had enough of religion because they encountered so many warped image bearers. See, the reality is, we're always being transformed. The question is, which way? And I know we've had this conversation before. I'm sure I've spoke it before. I remember speaking it before. But we're being transformed one way or the other. So we can either be transformed towards worldly things, or we can be transformed as an image bearer that brings hope and light to the world. These are our options. So on the next slide, it says, who are we being transformed into, image bearers of? Are we being influenced by the world? Are we accepting Christ's invitation to be transformed? So with the world, ooh, let's go back to my slide. Some of the things you can notice about the world, giving in to casting judgment. Judgment. Now hear me friends, I'm not expecting perfection because that's not the thing that God requires of us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But are we drawn into casting judgment, taking sides, or proving that we're right? Being transformed to the world? I know there's a lot of sides right now, even in the Christian world. Or will we be so drawn to Christ? Inviting him into every moment of our lives and living a loving, hope-filled life that draws others to the Christ in us. I just want to give you a second with that. Are we image bearers bringing light, loving out of the joy that is within us and impacting the world around us? Is your joy so full? Is your hope, because sometimes joy is a stretch, let's be honest. Is your hope strong enough that you want to share it with those next to you? See, we all have a sphere around us. We all could name right now several people that we know live a life that is void of hope. I'm sure if I had a board up here right now, you could all write down names of people that you're praying for. You could even write down names of people who you've been planting seeds and you've been planting seeds. And sometimes you see fruit, sometimes you don't. I have a few in my life that have been asking more questions lately and telling me things like, oh, I'd love for you to pray for me. Are they drawn to the Jesus in you? I know I'm a little much sometimes. I get it. It's okay because Jesus has done so much for me that it's hard that it just spills out. Sometimes exhaustingly so, but it does. So today's aim, you know, I want to be specific about this. Uh, Today's aim is to rekindle your desire. My heart is not to cause unhealthy shame or guilt in your life. That's That's not my desire. That's not God's desire with this message. But rather to rekindle your urgent desire to invite Jesus into the work of transformation in your life. So that the image bearer in you can bring his light into the world. There are lost people all around us. They are hungry, sometimes earnestly seeking a path to the light and into the presence of the creator. See, the funny thing is, somewhere inside, there is a longing that they don't understand. There is a longing for this creator that they cannot name. But yet, their soul so desperately longs for. So desperately. Yes. You know, I, it's easy to tell sometimes when somebody is in that position of seeking where they need some more seeds or they're ready for it to be watered yes. or where we need to pray for chains to be broken and hope to be filled. Because sometimes people feel that longing, but they don't know what it is, they fill it with other things. What do they fill it with? Food? Party? Knowledge? Money? I'm sure there's plenty on your plate that you can think of. We were made to crave. We were made to desire. We were made to seek. We gotta know what we're looking for. We're looking for our creator. And I don't know about you, fam, but I remember what it was like to be lost. I remember what it was like to be a prodigal. Yup, I remember. But I also know what it was like to be found. I remember. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I have one quick thing that I would like Chantal to help me with. She so graci- graciously offered to help, or should I say was nominated. <laughs> okay. 139 through verse 18, and we'll just stop before this.
1: And you lay your hand upon yes, me. Yes. Such knowledge is too wonder- wonderful for me, Hallelujah. too lofty for me to attain. Hallelujah. Where can I go from, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee whew, from your presence? Yes. If I go up to the heavens, you are there. Amen. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. Amen. How pre- am I right in the right space? Yep. If only. Wait. Right up to here. Okay. How precious to me are your thoughts, God? How vast is the sum of them? Where I where I too count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. And then skip down to twenty three and twenty (laughs) four. Jesus, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. I'll bear with me. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the everlasting.
0: Amen. He knows. We don't have to hide from him. We don't have to keep places inside of us hidden from him. He knows it all, but he still chooses to love us. He still tries. He still continues to call us over and over. And he knows those deep, dark places that we don't want him to see. He knows. But he continues to call us. He continues to love us. And he offers us into this place where our response is to say, search me. Oh, God, know my heart. What is within me that does not reflect your light, God, remove it and transform my life. So that as an image bearer, I can reflect love and light and joy to those around me that are still lost, that are prodigal. Woo. I hope that stirred something inside of you because Psalms can always do that. So I ask you do you remember what it felt like to be lost? Do you remember what it felt like to be a prodigal when you took a step back? But then you realized, Lord, I need you. And now you are found. Do you remember what that feels like? See, the spirit of evangelism is the desire and the joy. To desire the joy and the freedom that you have received. For others around you, for the lost to be found, for the prodigal to find home. So, God is saying to us, I want my life in you to overflow and impact others around you. Rekindle your desire and invite the Holy Spirit into the work of transforming you daily. Be an image bearer who draws others to him because of how brightly you reflect him. We're keeping it short this morning, fam. I'm going to take a minute and we're going to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, you are so, so good. There's not enough words to express. There is no voice that can fully articulate, Lord, the immense love and grace that you have for us. Let our love, our light, our testimony shine brightly so that others who are lost will find a path to you, God. Let their curiosity, let their searching find a beacon of hope and a beacon of light as it's drawn to you through us, your image bearers, God. Let us remind ourselves not to be warped by the influence of the world, but to continue to invite you daily into each and every small thing. We remember the big things sometimes, Lord, but sometimes we forget the small and we know that you desire to be in it all. And so today, let us lift up our eyes and look out so that we see others the way that you do. You see the one and you leave the 99. So God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the joy and the hope that we have already experienced this morning, God. And I just pray that our praises and our gratitude to you will be a blessing in an honor to you God in Jesus name amen